What's good? How y'all doing? We owe you one. Philly Sixers Talk Podcast. In conjunction, we owe you one.com, the website. Check us out. Subscribe. Also, we on YouTube, Facebook, IG, Twitter. We're on Stitcher. We're on iTunes. We're on Google Play. Just search We Owe You One or We Owe You One.com. Podcast is going to come up. Show us some love. All right, y'all. Another week we're going to get into the Sixers talk. See what's going on in the news. Uh, let's see. Brandon Ingram, the consensus number two pick, was in for a workout today with the Sixers coaches and, you know, higher ups. You know, that's the kid from Duke shooting forward. Considered the number two prospect after Ben Simmons. More than likely, probably be drafted number two by the Lakers, but, you know, we still had to do our due diligence, bring him in for a workout today. From what I read and the interviews that I saw, all the counter purposes, you know, it was a regular workout, nothing to, to write home about, nothing spectacular, the usual Q&A bullshit interview, nothing interesting that really came out of it. Kid been in the city 24 hours. They asking him, how do, how do you like the city? What's the best thing you like about Philly? Like, come on, man. The kid been in the city for 24 hours. These dumbass questions. I wanted to answer it for him. But anyway, uh, yeah, they don't do diligence. If shit don't work out with Ben Simmons, you know, hey, they may have to pull the trigger on him. And uh, speaking of that situation, Ben Simmons, during the Ingram workout, he confirmed with, with reporters. Sorry for the stuttering, y'all. I'm going to get it together. He confirmed with reporters that they have yet to successfully schedule a workout with Ben Simmons at this point. Draft is about 10 days away. They still can't nail down a damn workout with the kids. So I don't know if you want to take that positive, negative as a strategy on Simmons camp people's like, you know, already he's the consensus number one. You don't need to see him work out. For what? For who? For what? Ricky Waters, right? And from their perspective, I see it does make sense. Like, y'all want me. Everybody knows I'm number one. Fuck you want me in for a workout for? If anything, the workout, worst case scenario, is going to bring his value down. They're going to see the shortcomings. And then maybe they can make a case for grabbing Ingram over him. So... From Simmons' people's perspective, I get it. You know, he's already the number one. You can't get high to number one, right? So don't do anything to jeopardize that that point, that spot. On the other hand, Sixers brass, you know, they represent us, Philly. We need to know if this dude is, is all he's hyped up to be. So even though I understand some of his people not working out, I, I got to, you know, I'm Philly first. I'm Sixers first. So I feel some type of way this kid don't want to come out, come in and work out. You know, it's just going to spread those rumors of how he finished out in LSU where he was lazy and all, all the shit. They couldn't make the tournament. He didn't want to play the NIT. You know, all that, that negative energy that came out at the end of the season. It just perpetuates and adds on to that. So, you know, it's disappointing. I mean, I get it. It's all strategy. But damn, I, I would like him for the, a nice little workout would have been cool, man. You know, kind of just calm everybody's nerves. Let him, you know, see what he can do. You know, write those good stories, you know, but hey, fuck it. It is what it is. It's still about 10 days, as I mentioned before the draft. Maybe they can, uh, you know, pull a rabbit out their hat and get a workout with the kid. 
which is which is crazy because I thought I read a couple of days ago that he was going to work out, I believe, in Chicago for a few teams, and Philly was going to go over there. The coaches were going to go to this one universal workout that he was doing. So I guess that was just a rumor, or that was just scratched all together. That ain't going down. So, hey, again, fuck it, whatever. It is what it is. Uh, let's see what else is going on. I mentioned last week that Brett Brown and Colangelo went overseas to Turkey to check on Dario Savage. And reports coming out of that is not looking good. Like the dude still is hesitant. Like he's not going to come over here. Which at this point, the Sixers fan in me is frustrated. Like, fuck this dude. Like, like what's your problem, man? Like, damn. Like, like we got to kiss your ass. We are kissing your ass to get over here. You still tripping? You still don't want to come play? I'm like, man, fuck this boy at this point, man. Trading, whatever we got to do, man. Because at this point, they saying um, if, if he doesn't play this year, next year he'll be a free agent. I believe he'll be restricted, so we would have the right to match any offer. But at this point, I don't know. Savage thing is looking like a flop. It looks like it's just blowing up in our face, man. I'm not I'm not thinking this kid is ever going to play with the Sixers, if he can even play at all. You know, it's just too many question marks with this guy. So I'm ready to just give up on the whole salvage thing altogether. Like I said, hopefully we can salvage something. And if you just continue to act like a dickhead, you know, hopefully we can trade this guy right to get something out of it. You know, you remember we traded with Orlando. We had got Alfred Payton, point guard. We flip-flop with them with the boy Savage. And I mean, I, I guess he's not great either. I can't, you know, say we missed out on somebody spectacular. But damn, at least it was a player. Somebody that can actually suit, suit up and want to play in the NBA. Compared to this guy that don't even want to come over here and put on a damn uniform. But hey, you know, let's never head over there. Let's see. Let's, what's going on here? So let's look. At, uh, so, you know, fucking... Uh, I'm about done with Sarvis. He got me frustrated. I'm over here stuttering. Can't get my thoughts together. So I'm about to leave that topic along altogether. Let's see. What's up? What else is going on? Some news about the 24th and the 26th picks in the news. You know, I kind of went over that with a couple videos, couple prospects, or whatever, that could potentially fly with that pick. Just floating around, checking out different um, news sources. CSMPhilly.com had a good article who they thought could go at that one of those two spots. Uh, they had the kid Bryce Jordan forward, North Carolina, 6'9", 230 is a potential pick. Another big guy, power forward. I mean, I think he's talented, but sheesh. You know, another forward, another big guy? Probably not. Denzel Valentine, that guard out of Michigan State, 6'6", 210. I actually like that one better. Actually, if he's available, I would snatch him up in a heartbeat. I just think he's just an all-around player. He, he's a basketball player as opposed to an athlete. These guys are just coming to the league, running, jumping, and dunking, and, and have no idea how to play basketball. This kid can actually play basketball. He's a walking triple-double triple back in college. Uh, again, he's a guard, so put him at the two, six, six at the two, three. You know, depending on how he go, if he get his shot, the shooting game up. So I definitely, if he's at twenty four, I think that's a still we grab him in a heartbeat if he's there. Uh, another clone type player, the same type dude, 
Uh, the St. Joe's prospect, DeAndre Bembry, forward, 6'6", 207. They got him as a potential pick. I like him, too. Bembrack, I got to be honest, I didn't follow St. Joe's all throughout the year. I paid attention when they made the, uh, when they got into the tournament, got to the second round. Uh, dude, show me some stuff, man. Again, an all-around player, more of a basketball player than an athlete. Can score, pass, rebound, just an all-around basketball player. So that's impressive. Uh, so I, I think they can go either way. One of those two guys, Valentine or Bembry, if they're available at 24, I would definitely snatch either one of them up. At this point, I think uh, Valentine may have a better shot, but Bembry's the better scorer. So, you know, pick your poison there, whichever one you think is better. Uh, of course, they got another international player uh, on the on the prospects. Juan Hernan Gomez, forward out of Spain, six nine two twenty. I don't know. Sound like another power forward, maybe a three. Like, okay, they saying this could be the possible replacement if Dario Savage doesn't come over. He's that type of player. That's what they got written in the article. So hey. A Dario Savage clone. So what that mean? They gonna sign him? He not gonna come the fuck over? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know about that one. International dude. Y'all can do your homework on him. Check it out if you want. Uh, let's see. They got this dude, Karis Levert, guard out of Michigan, six seven, one ninety one. Uh honestly, I never heard of the guy. Six seven guard, one ninety one. Sounds like he got nice size on him. Let's see here. Basically, he seems like a defensive guy. A lot of effort and energy. Offensive kind of suspect, but he's an athlete, meaning he can play good D. That type of dude. I, I don't know. First round, I think we can do a little bit better than that, but who knows. Uh, they got Malachi, uh, excuse me, Malachi Richardson. Guard out of Syracuse, 6'6", 220 is the next prospect. He was okay again. I think Syracuse, what they made a run to the, was it the Elite Eight? They had a nice little run. Or was it the Final Four they made it to? I can't remember. Shit, it's only been a couple months. But hey, I know Syracuse made that run. And I uh, think he was the best player on their team. Let's see here. 6'6220 sound like possibly a small four door guard. Uh, what are his strengths? It's saying he's a chaotic offensive force. What the fuck does that mean? Sheesh. So it sounds like probably a good athlete. All of, you know, can get up and down the floor, defend, that type of dude. Eh, I don't know. The rest of the guys, they got Malcolm, Brogdon, guard, Virginia, 6'6", 223. Wade Baldwin, the fourth guard out of Vanderbilt, 6'4", 202. Uh, I'm not giving you the whole thesis on these guys. If you want to... Check it out for yourself. Go to csmphilly.com. They got the uh, article on their site. Okay, let's see what else is popping. Okay, you, if you clicked on the cover of this episode, you probably saw what probably brought you to this podcast today. We're going back in time, a throwback 15 years ago. Sixers fans booed Beyonce. <laughs> I remember that game. I remember that whole situation. That was pre-Beyonce. That was the Destiny's Child struggling, on trying to get on their feet. You know, the, the cheap 
group outfits that it was that Beyonce, not the lemonade half a billion dollar millionaire billionaire Jay-Z wife. It wasn't that Beyonce. This was a, a teeny bopper kid group, Destiny Child Beyonce. But anyway, it was a whole big thing how Philly shitted on her. We booed her at the at the halftime thing and that was you know, whole, part of the whole law with Philly, we boo everybody. We shit on everybody when they come through. We Philly fans ain't this, we ain't that. You know, all all that all that bullshit. Let's see here. I'm trying to get the uh, the civics back then. Let's see. This was game four. Game four. I remember we was down one two to the Lakers. The finals. Uh, I think that was the game that was actually winnable. Uh, that might have been the one that came down to Hurry hitting that three-pointer in the corner. I believe that was that game. That was the one that was actually winnable. Of the two games, of course, they smoked us during the finals that year, 2001. Yeah, but just, you know, a little, little funky side note. That was uh, part of Philly, Allure, Beyonce... Before she became Beyonce, you know, we, we kind of gave her stripes. I mean, you know, all was well and good. You know, everything's cool. I mean, she made out all right. The biggest pop star in the world. I mean, shit, us sixes, we kind of went down from that point. So, hey, at, at the end of the day, she made out better than us. You know, she's still ticking. You know, it's just a couple little booze. You'd be all right. Know what I mean? Put a little little... Thick skin on you, make you stronger. So she probably should be thanking us. Philly fans made her stronger. <laughs> you know what I mean? Made her who she is now. All right, well, I'm just bullshitting. All right, y'all. So this is another week of the Philly Sixers podcast. Anything else pop off? I'll drop a new one. Other than that, peace.